Yeah, all right, oh, I but- record. <laughs> Holy shit. So we got on. I mean, we you you signed on 9.30. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're now 11.30. Yeah. <laughs> Are we any closer to a new platform? Uh, no. Not without some emails going out. Dude, I... I, I know it's 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 part of my <laughs> personality to just push back on new technology. Yeah, uh, and this is why. Not saying that oh, if you, if you never branch out, you're never gonna experience a new thing and a new tool. But in the back of my mind, I'm like something's gonna go wrong, or I'm so used to this way of doing things, and this is one of those moments where, sure enough, man, we spent a couple of hours <laughs> fiddling around. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, well, there it's it a is. bummer. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and you know what? I'll, I'll still, I'll, I'll still be open and receptive to new things in the future. Even if we get Riverside up and running and going. Um, yeah. And, and that's the thing is it seems like a platform that is great for, if we had started the show and we we're like, oh, there's great. If we were starting the show today and I was like, oh, there's just great platform called riverside we would have macgyvered our way into making it work yeah. for then but we're so we're 122 episodes into our current setup um <laughs> that apparently i don't know may sound different this week who knows <laughs> i know <laughs> right because i was sitting there we said in in probably 30 minutes of those two hours i sat there doing noise prints captures and and trying to show you that there's this low deep noise that's being recorded now yeah when there wasn't in the last couple of episodes which is strange because the position of your mic hasn't changed no. the setup hasn't changed we have we went through every possible scenario yeah let's do it direct to the card let's do it direct into the computer let's do it where the phantom power's on no yeah. gain i bought myself a new microphone with the frustration that i felt yeah, and, uh, <laughs> so you, you're actually in, further in the hole yeah. financially after our little meeting there. Yeah. So <laughs> while we did plan to record a new Patreon episode for our patrons, it was actually just two hours of us uh, <laughs> fiddling with that thing. I'm sure uh, they're going to be jazzed. Yeah. And if you had asked me a week ago, did I think we would be here? I would have said, no, never. <laughs> this is Jimmy, bud. <laughs> Yeah, man. Sorry, man. Uh, so uh, your can is live. You went and picked up 32 of your own cans. I did. I did. And I'd say mm, I'm going to be mailing a few out. And then Sick. there were at least two or three family members and friends that are local that wanted a four pack. So I'll do probably they end do up... mail order. Like could our they listeners. Oh, OK. Now nah, you look on their website. They do have. Well, I imagine that they could. They go through school. Squarespace, which has the platform built into it, but when you go to check purchase location, it just says in-store pickup only. Oh. Bummer. But I imagine they could say, hey, Super look. convenient for locals. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. But it's probably, for someone living in Ventura County, it's like the most inconvenient for me, because I'm on one end of it, and like an hour away, I got to get to the other end. But oh, we made a day of it. I, I didn't realize that's where they were, I see. Yeah. yeah, they're down on California Street, man. Don't talk to me like that. I don't know what that means. <laughs> C Street? Yeah, yeah I don't man. Know what that Sabro. <laughs> I don't hang out in Ventura County. <laughs> me neither. Well, I don't hang out in there. I mean, I don't. I hang out in in the this a different part of it, not the surfer part. Right. <laughs> the mountain people. <laughs> <laughs> the Topanga Canyon of yeah. Ventura Canyon. Or Ventura yeah. County. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um 
so yeah, man, uh, super exciting. Uh, Rick just celebrated his 47th birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, man. Rick E. Birch, I hope your tax shelter is doing safe <laughs> things. And uh, uh, our Christian James Hand interview uh, is live for the people. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think uh, that went over well. He shared it. He has a whole fan community that shared it, which was exciting yeah. uh, to see. And um, yeah, welcome to any new listeners that we have now as holdovers from last week. Uh, welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, anything else you want to take care of before we jump into the song? Ooh. No, never. Um, no, I got nothing, man. No, nothing never? Nothing on my list. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the song is No Never, which has an ASCAP entry that is not all that interesting. Oh, I did not check who uh, this is licensed under. Uh, let's take a look here yeah. at the song view. It takes so long to load this website. This is a Richard E. Birch track. Uh, it is from the album Damage, which is uh, one of the controversial Jimmy Eat World albums, whether it's good or not. This is track eight of 10 this was released june 11th 2013 produced by alan johannes and the band recorded at alan johannes's home in los angeles or written by jimmy world singer is jim featuring no one on this track and here's the messy label information phonographic copyright uh exotic location recordings copyright exotic location recordings licensed from Exotic location recording <laughs> to RCA Records. Now, I believe, uh, going back, this was the first exotic location recording, right? Because Alan Johannes yeah. is the logo for this uh, Yes, and we did that, spend a, a The way shell too much company time. that Jimmy World is operating <laughs> under here. Right, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jason Bateman or his son is the one, like, laundering the money here. And um, it's distributed, this record, by Sony Music Entertainment. It is a Do I Get a Pickle With That track. Uh, I did not find a demo for this one um, available. 53 times the band played this. Jim himself played this March 25th, 2012, uh, Crescent Ballroom, uh, before it was released. First played in concert by the band June 18th, 2013. So what is that, a year later? And that was at the Rock Hall Main Hall, Eich sur Alzette, Luxembourg. And then most recently it was played only... All 53 times were in 2013. It was played for a New Year's show at the House of Blues, Chicago, Illinois, December 31st, 2013. Notable high notes of G-sharp 4 and F-sharp 4. Uh, no notable low notes. 98.1 thousand listeners on Last FM. 24,000 scrobbles, 16 of which were me. How many do you have, Justin? Uh, 45. Nice. Uh, yeah. C-sharp major key. 3B Camelot, 117 BPM, 351 duration, and the drums at the top are what grabbed me into this track. And that's all I have what, for... Uh, what are the odds of two songs in a row that are C-sharp major? I was right? going to say, what an interesting key. Oh, I don't have the note here that it's an interesting key, uh, but now you've reminded me that Stop... Yeah, uh, also had C-sharp major. C-sharp major, so what a, <laughs> what a, a bizarre turn of uh -huh. events. <laughs> And we did not play in that one. Not at all. I'm sure you're so, everyone's so <gasps> gasping. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, uh, not a lot of notes on this. So I'm excited to jump in to lyrics with you. And I yeah. have the liner note lyrics, which I don't know. I, I guess, you know, Steve of Steve's Jury Music scanned his in for us. But for some reason, they're really small. So I'm going to do my best. Okay. Uh, well, I listened, along, but. I listened to it again. Um, uh, 
I don't always do this that closely, but I had some time before we sat down this evening. And so I listened to it and I did change a few of the um what what I grabbed from Genius basically. There was one or two words. I think there was an and that was very clearly a but. Uh and then where else did I modify? Let's see if I can undo this. This is so hard to read. I'm going to see if I can go grab the, uh, the... I don't know why these are so low res. I might have to rescan these in. I'm going to go grab the vinyl if I have this on vinyl. I forget okay. if I have the damage or not. But that way I can read along. Hold on. Go ahead, man. All right. Let me see. Where are my edits? Where are my edits at? Okay. All right. That's cool. I love that you can see edits, man. You can see them. So I've got um, a but, a you, a when... I'm a fake fan and do not own this on vinyl. Yeah. Um, and I know terrible. I have it on CD. I don't think I have it handy on CD. Okay. So. Well, I'm very confident with, I listened to it intently twice through. And there were one, two, three, four uh, modifications to simple, just simple words. Like an and became a but, and then an it became a you, both on the same line. Um, so I'll, I'll uh, we don't have to go through that, but I'm fairly confident that I've got the right lyrics. Sick. All right, here we go. Verse one. So many lyrics in this. This is one of those talky songs. All right, here we go. No, never. I stumble when there's something hard to say. I needed time, so I took it and got me some space. Got me some space. Maybe this individual is awkward or this is a big deal for him. Like he needed some personal time, so he took it. I needed time off, so I took it to get me some space. Uh... And then it goes on to say, oh, it isn't that I understand you just wondering wherever I am. Um, it sounds like he's a little full of himself and perhaps gallivanting around town. He's got, you. oh, it isn't that I understand you just wondering wherever I am. So I'm not sure what he's up to just yet. Now, punctuation wise, I can tell in the liner notes, it's you, ellipses, just wondering wherever I am. Right. And I think there's another one of those where uh, we'll talk about this in verse two. I want to know if that's got that. Um, you said that was a semicolon? Ellipses there, dot, dot, dot. Oh, you, dot, okay. It's an interesting ellipses to be in the middle of a sentence, yeah. sort of. You. Just like, and I'm like, it isn't fair I understand you, just wondering wherever, that doesn't make sense, so yeah. Okay. Um. All right, and then the last two lines of this verse is, uh, and the look you give is like I'm lost, but you don't see how you could be equally be turning me off. And it's the way that he phrases it. It's actually, that's written correctly. <laughs> but but you don't see how you could be equally be turning me off. Now, uh, interesting. And the liner notes is just equally turning me off. I hear a B in there. I definitely hear it. I, I'm down to listen for it. All right, let's do this. That's um, going to be about here. All right. Ah, nope, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Take that out. Get that out of there. Equally turning me off. I don't know why. I, maybe it was just one of those phantom words that I heard in my head. Yeah, but you don't see how you could be equally turning me off. I think it's just the drawn out equally. Yeah. Throws off my mind. So... Uh, in on these two lines, I think he's he clearly knows what he's doing and he knows what he wants. The misunderstanding that they have is a turnoff for him, 
um, it's it's like she doesn't believe that he's capable of making these big decisions. And the, de- the decision is what we're going to get to right now, which kind of makes me you think differently about this uh, narrator from these first few lines. Because talking about stumbling, not understanding, you kind of think, well, what's the topic of this track? And so we get into that here. I guess there's some things you should never have never known about. We got a good thing, but you're better off not asking me how. I think he likes their situation, but she should have never asked or wanted to find out if there was another person right. or an interest of his. I'm Don't ask if of, you're not uh, ready to know. I'm in the middle of, uh, uh, and just like that, I don't know how well how well versed you are in the Sex in the City uh, lore, but one of the ladies, they are uh, of a certain age now, and they're leaning into that in the show, and one is sort of questioning her sexuality now, and is trying to get into a relationship with somebody who is non-binary and dealing with that and all that stuff. And in that, uh, she's like very much like, no, I don't want to be, I don't want to be how I was. I want to throw out all the rules and all that stuff. Um, because her, her potential partner is saying, you know, uh, I'm not really into the whole traditional relationship thing. She's like, I don't want to be traditional and blah, blah, blah. And me and Susie are looking at each other. We're like, I don't think that means what you think it means. And mostly <laughs> it's like, you know, you're basically you're you're not wanting to know the answer to the question or to the situation that you're proposing here. Right. Uh, yeah. It sort of reminds me. Anyway, for, for yeah, those keeping exactly. up with and just like that, that 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 this has been and just like that corner. <laughs> yeah. So I get that same that same uh, idea with this line. Um, well, is it so mean just to let it pass? Let it all go. Because there's some things you should never have, never known about, no, never known about, no, never known. Uh, and I think it's kind of uh, kind of cocky for this person to be saying, can we just let this whole thing go? Why can't you drop it? You shouldn't have known in the first place. Like, it's her fault, right? So he's right. I, very, very full of himself in this is what I'm gathering, this individual. And a lot of uh, nevers and uh, no's, right? So yeah. there's that <laughs> the, back to the title of this track And here. I always thought... Uh, um, I thought it was a play on words, like singing it. I sing it as if it was K N O W like right. never know. Right. Um, so anyway, yeah. Cause it goes back and forth. Yeah. Never known about no, never known about no, never oh. known. Oh, I guess it is what it is. K. It does. And, yeah. and it does go that way, but it, yeah. And it, he kind of dances back and forth. Never known. No, never. <laughs> I retract my statement. <laughs> That's two of them. <laughs> well, I wonder. Hold on, let me bring up this like really horrible pixelated potato quality thing. Uh, yeah, no. In the liner notes, it's never known about. No, never know. It is no in the liner notes. So I've misheard wow. it. Like oh, the, so this was like so whoever the geniuses and song yeah. meanings and all that shit. Uh, yeah. So I knew I saw it somewhere. I was like, no, I saw it somewhere. I said never know. So yeah. <laughs> It only says known once because there's some you things. Never know, yeah. Even though it's potato quality, I can tell. It says you should never have never known about no, never know on its own line. No, never know. No, ne- no, comma, never. New line, no. No. Huh. Well, there, I'll fix that. And I will say, I'm going to give the caveat that I, uh, I didn't find a ton on the song with no, comma, never, but that is the only way I searched for this song. I, if, if, if somebody was typing no, never without the comma, I didn't want to see it. Right. <laughs> so I didn't go to all my links twice, which I have done in the past, but I didn't feel like doing it for this one. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Oh, yeah. So now we're on verse two. I'd be lying if I told you it was just a kiss. I'd be lying if I said there wasn't more to it. Uh, and maybe she caught him in a kiss, but there was always more to it than that. It was never that simple. Maybe there was a longer uh, a longer relationship that they just... he Again, going back to him feeling cocky about it, like it's almost like he's holding this up as a, a badge or a, or a yeah a trophy like you know this was you know I was able to do this too and you should have never known so in this in these first couple of lines definitely more than just a kiss so what you think it's going to help when you worry about everyone else she shouldn't bother trying to fix things and worry about other people's problems i think he's telling her you need to be selfish too and maybe that's his way of of saying let me be selfish and you be selfish and we'll be in this nice selfish relationship where we're happy and we're all doing what we want but we can still be together uh and then the last couple of lines here in verse two the options that i think you have and this is where i thought the semicolon would be uh he says the r strangely almost like he's uh, getting gaining breath like but I may, I'm pretty sure it says R. I don't know if you can see it in the liner notes. The so options the liner notes that I think the you have. options that I think you have say goodbye or get over it. Okay. So maybe he is going, oh, like right, making yeah. this one of those vocal. A meal of it. Yeah. Maybe he's saying that. So the options that I think you have, say goodbye or get over it. Goodbye or get over it. Either you leave me or you get over it. Yeah. Kind of the ultimatum at that point. I just realized the lyrics go on to a new page, so I'm going to pull up the liner notes from this other page, even though it's potato quality. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that's the first couple of verses, the chorus, and now we're going to go to that bridge, see if this explains any more. So I've just broken this one up into two little bits here, so we'll do these first four lines. You know I don't ever sleep. Just stare up at the ceiling. I'm laying there myself. Wishing I could be somewhere else. He is kept up all night. Something is on his mind that he is thinking about constantly. Uh, yet he feels alone. So I'm laying there by myself. I'm I'm laying there myself. I imagine he's with this other girl. If it if it's the girl, either one of them. But he feels alone in this state. Um, even though she might be in the bed, wishing he was with this other person. And the second half here is with someone just like me. Nothing complicated. All the feelings and fantasy, can you trust, can you trust? They do have a lot in common. Things are easier. What? They didn't finish the lyrics in the liner notes. Really? Unless I I just don't have the CD handy. I'm so upset. Um, I checked Discogs, which has just the same potato quality pictures. Um, And maybe that's where we pulled these. Yeah. But it goes from No Never, which has... uh, I'm just double checking here. Yeah, Tom, right? And Bye Bye Love is the next song. There's a huge, like Bye Bye Love's on its own island. <laughs> it's like, it's floating there waiting for more lyrics to be on this page. It's the second to last page is Bye Bye Love and You Were Good. And then the page with the credits. Bye Bye Love is floating here on its own. <sighs> Look at this. <laughs> Well, look, you know, I have, you know, I have my my way of going through things. Let me hold on. Let me wrap this one up real quick. So these last yeah, couple, yeah, lines I'm so here. sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's I'm okay because just... I need. I should have just dropped this and shown you, but I there was a certain method to my madness on I what I was going to go I, through. I can't believe I can't corroborate corroborate your lyrics because <laughs> look at fucking Bye Bye Love floating there like a like a goddamn island because they didn't put the rest of the lyrics to this song. All right. <laughs> okay. 
So, okay, all I wanted to do just to, to wrap this part up. So the second half of the bridge is with someone just like me, nothing complicated, all the feelings and fantasy. Can you trust? Can you trust? They must have a lot in common. Things are easier. Things are less messy. Um, but he's fantasizing about her. He has all these feelings toward her. He is asking, can you trust these feelings that I have are true? Right. Um, I don't know which of them he's asking. This is what I was going to show you. So when I did my research in the back, in the background, I went to the archive, you know, our way back machine for this found three great links. One of which, I don't know. You can tell me if we've dipped into this before. This is, are you ready for some uh, serial killer? Oh Yeah. This is see the handwritten lyrics. So this was a oh, dude. Metro- that's so funny. I totally think I saw this. Uh, yeah. When I googled the lyrics. So, so luckily, this came up. Uh, there was only five captures for this page on uh, through Metro Lyrics, but you can scroll down. It's about two thirds of the way. You can see no never, and uh, it's Jim's famous <laughs> handwriting. Looks like he's about ready. It's so to, interesting. Uh, it won't open for me. Uh, for oh, but I have to paste this into the Wayback Machine. You're saying no, no, no. That link that I sent you is clickable. Oh, you know, it tells me hmm, we're having trouble finding that site. Interesting. Yeah, on both Safari and uh, that's okay. Tell me about it. Okay, so I, I was just gonna I was gonna have you look at this since you were looking at the uh, potato quality thing, but I don't know if this says much more. I'd be lying if I said that it was just a kiss. I'd be lying if I said there wasn't more to it. So what do you think it's gonna help when you worry about everyone else? The options that. Oh, I see what I happened. thing you have, say goodbye or get over it. So there's a line there probably to break up. Uh, you know I don't ever sleep. Just stare up at the ceiling. Um, okay, I'm, I'm on it. Way. I'm so glad you found this. This is so yeah. great because I didn't find it in my initial thing, but now I see it here. Yeah, okay. so it's got a little mixed up. So you got the bridge there. Uh, it just goes right into the second verse, basically. I don't see, I stumble when there's something hard to say. It just jumps into, I'd be lying if I said that it was just a kiss. Yeah. Right? And then, can you trust There's some that there's some things you should never have known about? No, never. And then there's on that second line, like you described, no. So it's a little bit over. I mean, these are obviously, this is his handwritten lyrics in his, you know, probably some eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper that he grabbed out of his uh, desk jet, right? And just kind of wrote down on here. So, yeah, I like that. Can you trust that there's something? Yeah. Should, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, can you trust? And then you can see the proof. No, never, no, never. Yep, exactly. Yeah, you're right. So, corroborating evidence. <laughs> there's no known except for the other you should have never known about. This is great. I yeah. love this. Thank you for finding this, Justin. Yeah. I'm adding this to my uh, research. Yeah, that's good content there. So, that's um, that was part of something that I found... With when I went to the page on that was grabbed on, let's see, this date August 1st. Oh, okay, July. I'm sorry, July. I'm on July 23rd, yeah, July 1st, 2013. And you can see a couple of other things. So it says news, UK, Ireland dates announced, handwritten lyrics. So the bit.ly link actually did go, it still works, but you just have to look for that URL in the Wayback Machine, and that's where I found the thing. So that was a cool find. Another thing was a taking a look into the recording of Damage with our good friend Al Johannes. That one still, it loads the wrong <clears throat> formatted YouTube link, but it's the same video that we looked at last time where I think each one of the gentlemen, uh, the boys, <laughs> I want to say the first one's Tom, and he, and he describes it uh, as, uh, yeah, basically he opened up his whole house. He's got guitars, you know, <laughs> he's got amps surrounding his bed. So we've listened to that video. Yeah. Uh, and uh, 
I think Zach talks about the different rooms that he recorded in. The last thing that I found on this archive.org was, where is it? I don't think it's on this page. It might have been a different page that I jumped to, but it's the inthevan.jimmyworld.com. Have we visited that one? That sounds familiar. Is that a playlist for stuff they used to listen to in the van? It's a Spotify playlist. Check this playlist. out. You'll know right away. This is outdated. So this is from eight years ago. It looks like this is a Tumblr page. So this, I checked it out. So jimmyworld.com is actually, is interestingly hosted. Through, oh, yes, yes, yes. We talked we about have, this page because we were like, oh, this is like proto-Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just pictures there. I wanted to see if there were any comments from the people that we knew. But I'm not, I mean, I checked. I couldn't see anyone that stood out like Joyce or anything like that. Ah. Beautiful pictures, though. And then there was this awesome dude was literally waiting by the side of the road holding this sign up as we drove by. Awesome. And the sign says, he's wearing a Nebraska Cornhuskers hat. <laughs> and the sign says, thank you, Jimmy Eat World, for coming to rock Sierra Vista. <laughs> <laughs> nice fisheye lens there. Sierra Vista. Yeah, so stuff from eight years ago. Yeah, that's rad. Yeah. So that was those are the three things that I that I found were posted on that page. Uh, it must have been a day or two after one of the other captures. What a but guy. some cool stuff. The yeah, better man. thing was that uh, the handwriting from Jim. Yeah, good finds, dude. Yeah, it's so funny that Metro Lyrics got the exclusive handwritten lyrics from Jim, and then when I go to their page, they have the wrong lyrics. <laughs> uh, the irony. <laughs> yeah, terrific. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Sweet. So, yeah. Sorry to have uh, digressed in the middle of your lyric breakdown here. Oh, no, no, no. That's okay. I'm glad we were able to figure it out and I was able to get through that. Yeah. Uh, I should update the Genius page, but I'm too lazy. So, if you do, uh, let us know. 484JPod. Um, (laughs) I don't have much. I have article blurbs. And uh, and that's it. (laughs) uh, Okay. Consequences sound who I've gone to in the past. They have the retrospective up leading up to surviving. They have their, uh, you know, how Jimmy Eat World is this record. And this says, verdict, solid. The somberness never undercuts the catchiness. And it's great to see the band plowing through their songs in such an unfussy fashion. Try to keep no never out of your head. We dare you. And then I have a Drown in Sound article and an Alt Press article. Um, but outside of that, what do you got? All right, let's see. Uh... I mean, the punctuation is so important here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I do have a Rate Your Music, which we've con- we've we've brought up these links every now and again. Yeah. <clears throat> and was it just, I keep putting a dash in here. Uh, I guess there wasn't anything for No Never on this page. Uh, but it does have some content about that whole album. And it doesn't get the best ratings. I think th- eight reviews, the top three are all three stars, three out of five stars. Um, so let me move on from that real quick. This was an album review from highway81revisited.com. This is Michael Lello, uh, June 5th, 2013. Uh, album review, Jimmy World Damage. Seven albums into its career, Jimmy World has developed a formula. Driving rhythms with occasional syncopation, crystalline clanging guitars and impassioned lyrics and vocals that frequently raise songs to anthem level without resorting to teenage pop punk cliches. And then down below... No Never is a bit of a departure, bravely delving into some elements of modern radio pop most straight rock groups avoid. It works because the Jimmy World stamp remains. 
Thanks to big anthemic choruses, the theme is ignorance is bliss. We had a good thing, but you're better off not asking how, Atkins advises, somewhat cryptically, because there are some things you should never have known about. Burn. But Who wrote that? <laughs> uh, that was Michael Lello. Love Michael Lello's work. Yeah. Uh, here's what Sammy Main had to say for Drowned in Sound. This is June 6, 2013. Uh, Sammy Main had to say, No Never is a surprisingly grungy offering from the band and one that harks, harks back to their brilliant debut. So they think this is a static song, kind of? Um, okay. And then I've got Scott Heisel, our boy Scott Heisel, who interacts with the band on Twitter all the time. Always hyping them up. Wrote for Alt Press the day this was released, June 11th, 2013. Five star and a great review. No Never is the track to check out, according to the article. Uh, the album's absolute standout, No Never, is a driving guitar rock number with a shimmering chorus and a hint of new wave synth. It doesn't overpower the track, just as each member of Jimmy Eat World doesn't overplay on any of the songs. They're four extremely talented musicians who know when to hold back. That's called good songwriting. That's something you can't teach a band. And that's what Jimmy Eat World, uh, that's why Jimmy Eat World continues to stay re- continues to stay relevant, says Scott Heisel. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go back to rate your music because Please. it was the damn punctuation, man. There the, it if is. you leave out the comma, it, I ain't gonna find it. Yeah. So see. two. <laughs> the that's why I have. That's here. why I have <laughs> those three articles. That's it. Right. So, uh, yeah, from Rate Your Music, there was one comment from Mr. Nope 500, February 16th of 2021. So very recent. The verses of No Never sound like Manic Monday. Um, But the more relevant review here, Walter 12, March 21st of 2020, gave it three out of five stars, but at the bottom rated the whole album, 5.3 out of 10, has this to say. The primary reason that I'm ultimately forced to rank Damage slightly behind Invented is a surprising lack of standouts. Every selection here works well enough when listened to on its own, but there also isn't a single song that demands repeated listening. Some of the tracks still work much better than others. No Never and How'd You Have Me are energetic selections that should please any fan of Bleed American, whereas Damage is expertly performed acoustic-driven pop, and I Will Steal You Back is a respectful callback to the sound of Futures. So I guess some nicer things to say. Still didn't rate it very well. Gave it <laughs> half of a, 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 gl- a you know a nice review there. Um, so there's those. Oh, I have some Amazon.com. Oh, <laughs> reviews. I, we haven't gone that well in a while. I, I know. I'm, I'm stoked to go back to that. Well. Okay, let's do this. So Matt Metzler uh, rated it five stars. The most concise, consistent album of Jimmy Eat World's career. Wow. Yeah, it's difficult not to discuss every track on Damage. At 10 songs and a runtime of 38 minutes, it's the band's shortest full-length release, and it is more dense and concise than any of their previous albums. Please Say No will rank among the saddest ballads of their catalog, and Adkins hasn't sounded as fired up as he does in How'd You Have Me in a very long time. The latter is a major highlight in this set of despairing songs, and its lyrics smirk. There's only one thing left I wish I knew. How did you have me when I only had you? I do love that line. Atkins reflects on his own mistakes while still sounding confident and assured in No Never, which boasts another of the album's strongest choruses, and Bye Bye Love takes a slow-burning minimalist approach that calls back to 1999's clarity. So, very interesting things to be saying there. Loves the album. 
Yeah. And that was Matt Metzler. Ooh, another one here. <laughs> this is this because is, you're searching for it without the comma. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I have to go back and forth. This is from Darth Amazon. Uh, five stars. I will never be too damaged to honestly connect with this brilliant band and album. No, never. Ten out of ten. Every track here except for Book of Love has nine out of ten. So well, he's, I like he's, Book of Love. He's rated everything ten out of ten. So maybe a little skewed here. Uh, the eighth track is one of the catchiest on the album and a continuation of how fantastic and cohesive this album truly is. This song seems like an extremely personal one for Jim and explores infidelity of some magnitude. I'd be lying if I said it was just a kiss. I'd be lying if I said there wasn't more to it. So what do you think it's going to help when you worry about everyone else? The options that I think you have are say goodbye or get over it. Goodbye or get over it. Because there are some things you should never have known, never known about. Uh, we had a good th- guy. He's just doing the lyrics here. <laughs> That's all he's saying, I guess. There's no other follow-up. So just, yeah, should never have known, never known about. And is there another one down here? All right, we'll do one, one more. Um... Adam Grundy, five stars, an adult breakup record for the masses. Track eight, No Never. Similar drum beat as Lucky Denver Mint from Clarity to open the track, but leads into a poppy verse and memorable chorus. This is more the style of Bleed American Clarity era and will most likely be a fan favorite for some time to come. I should also note that each one of those uh, reviews was from 2013. Now, I, I, yeah, I guess like everybody just wants to take that it sounds like Clarity. I just... I don't know, like it sounds like a Jimmy World song, but I and I guess had I not done the research, I wouldn't have been able to tell you it was a damaged track. But the like, only reason I would have said that was the was the quality. And it sounds like, you know, when when uh, a band will purposefully take uh, they'll take uh let's say the the EQ and they'll they'll dump the the high end off so it sounds very muffled and flat. And they'll cut into, like, when they get into the verse, they'll open it back up, and it's like this, it's this fresh, vibrant vocal again Yeah. for the rest of the song. This one starts out with that muffled sound and stays that way, and that's one of those characteristics of this album is because I know that they did a lot of different things, and they even said this is, this is our most raw album, and they really leaned into that, and I just, that's the only way I would have been able to tell that it was damaged was just the quality of the sound, the the guitar work sounds way cleaner than the vocals on this track. It sounds like he was in a room and maybe that they took that take. And uh, I don't know. It just doesn't sound that good to me. You want to listen to it real quick? Just the yeah, beginning please. of what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, so we'll listen to Jim's vocals and you can kind of get what I'm going with here. You know, you can kind of hear it there. It sounds muffled. Yeah. If I had my stereo, I would take that, the you know, the uh, the EQ and just pull the middle one up just a little <laughs> bit. It sounds very flat in the middle. Yeah. And that's, for me, that's one of those uh, characteristics of this album. So you're saying you wouldn't have been able to tell? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't compare it with Clarity or at least say that this is from that time. This just sounds like it's on its own. They tried something different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I mean that that was it for the the uh, they're all lovely reviews here. I love it, lovely reviews. So yeah. uh, I've got, I mean, I guess since we're talking about comments, uh, let's look at a couple last FM comments. Reminds me of the 1975, says Octopus Sudikov. 
uh, December 16th, 2019. Do I hear the 1975 here? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Amazing track. I love how catchy and bubblegum sounding it is, says Josh James. Favorite of the new album. Sounds really catchy. Reminds me of Chase This Light. Here it goes. Like it, says One Republic 93. Well, holy shit. Less than three. <laughs> Miss Hammett. Anyway, no, that's what uh, that's what we got there. No, uh, no comparisons to Clarity, though. Uh, JT O'Donnell. This, uh, you would be this age if you were about to go out and celebrate your dirty 30. At 29? Yeah, there you go. I, I couldn't I think like, of anything else to get us to 29. Yeah, I know. yeah right. Like, <laughs> or it's too easy. Damage is a good record. I've littered this list throughout with its songs. It's a perfectly pleasant collection of the kind of melodic guitar-based rock tunes these guys have been doing for years. But six years later, it feels, I don't know, inconsequential as a whole there are a few filler songs here and there ones that just aren't all that remarkable and that's okay jimmy world is one of my favorite bands ever and you already know from what i've said about chase this light that i don't think everything they've done is perfect even a great band like them isn't gonna knock it out of the park every time that's sort of what makes no never stand out for late period Jimmy Eat World is exactly straight it's extremely straightforward with a few frills. There are some synths in the background of the breakdown, but that's about it. However, it's a song with a perfectly plotted out beginning, middle, and end, but it rocks, it moves, and paints a very vivid portrait of a relationship demise. Also, I once pointed out to Zach on Twitter that the lyrics to No Never seemed to perfectly spell out a potential conversation between Walter and Skylar White, and he agreed, albeit acknowledging it's just a coincidence. Check out the lyrics, and you'll see what I mean. Interesting. I don't know how, uh, if you watched Breaking Bad or finished I did, it. yeah. Um, I'm trying... so, okay. Are they talking about Ted? I mean, he's saying Walter and Skylar. Yeah, but their conversation. But do you remember that IFT uh, episode? I and mean, maybe that's that conversation that they're having. But that was actually Skyler being <clears throat> right. I don't even remember uh, who Ted is. I can't remember either. But remember, he he ends up uh, slipping and falling and like snapping his neck or something. And he's remember that uh, vaguely. I don't the know. IFT episode was when she looks back at him and says, "I fucked Ted." Oh, I remember. See. I'm wondering if that's what they're talking about. Is that series of conversations hmm my guess is that it's no walter coming clean to skylar about gotcha yeah uh but yeah i don't know um give us a call jt o'donnell and let us know what you (laughs) meant by that uh 44 j pod uh otherwise 2019 survivor it was out in round four and it made it to fifth place in the 2017 survivor and i've got no other communal notes about it let's see what do i have uh I mean, put the comma in here. Got to get it. Damn it. It's not in there. There, see? What'd you do? Okay. (laughs) This one is no comma. So Ah. this is a Reddit thread from a year ago. Duddy Boy 24. It's always, (laughs) I said that to myself in my head when I grabbed this. Duddy Boy. Makes me think I'm uh, Tweety. Tweety Bird. (laughs) (laughs) Duddy Boy 24. Never fully appreciated damage until recently i always generally thought it was one of their weaker albums but having been dumped earlier this year and now getting closer to hitting 30 ah, there you go 29 Uh there it is Uh the songwriting and jim's lyrics have finally clicked and now it's probably my favorite uh i owe this album a lot way at the bottom squirrel bro 
Squaw as ex- Brawl. As, as expected. I totally had a similar experience with this album. I streamed it the day it came out, or they released some singles from it, and wasn't super into it. It felt pretty mediocre after how amazing and impactful Invented was for me. Now, almost 10 years later, I understand it a bit more. It sounds like Bleed American and Chase This Light with a more mature perspective of Integrity Blues, which felt underwhelming when I was younger, but now I appreciate having songs like Lean, No Never, and You Were Good. It's so hard to not let nostalgia affect album enjoyment. I honestly think Damage is better than Chase This Light in many ways, but I didn't grow up with this album, so it's meaningful in a different way. Huh. Nice. Uh, And then... Ooh, worst three songs stretched since Clarity from <laughs> Nez477. Oh, this one has the comma in here. Uh, 11 months ago. And they went, my least favorite album by far is Damage. And my runner-up for worst stretches, How Do You Have Me, No Never, and Bye Bye Love. In parentheses, my least favorite Jimmy song. <laughs> so, man, <laughs> it's like funny. knocking when they're down. Uh, but I like How Do You Have Me quite a bit. Probably my second favorite song on the album yeah <laughs> that's his worst three song stretch <laughs> it does show up conway's triple deke uh is their second list is how do you have me no never bye bye love cincy gamer definitely no never bye bye love and you are good and then uh angela likes boys no never and bye bye love are the two songs on the album that i like wow i like bye bye love i mean it's kind of plotting and i think yeah. that's what i said in my final thoughts on that one boom but- but yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. I'll bet it's fun to play. Like, I don't love the song, but I'll bet it's super fun to play. Yeah. Um, so uh, is that okay, it for those community the, for That's you? it. Yes, sir. All right. I'm going to take a three and a half minute digression before we jump over to okay. the live some live performances. All right. I didn't find a ton of covers, but I did start. I found an interesting way to I realized that the way that I search Bandcamp for covers doesn't necessarily work the same as the way it does when I search, say, SoundCloud for covers. Right. But I did find, I did use the, like, site colon bandcamp.com, and then in quotes after it, put no, never. And that produced some interesting results. Yeah. (laughs) So I want to play the first 30 seconds of the following songs. The first is by the band Rutoff. Um, No equals never. Uh, Rudolph.Bangkok. I guess, is it Rudolph? Like, that easy, but just spelled differently? Anyway, yeah. uh, my note on this is Haunted. So let's listen to the first 30 seconds of Rudolph's No Never. All right, here we go. This is not a cover. This is their original song called No Never. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's so spooky. It's Haunted. This sounds like um when you're uh, the the subway is coming. You can hear it coming. Oh, down. you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, this is giving me uh Silent Hill vibes. Yeah, totally. Is that the L? <laughs> <laughs> you feel the wind start blowing on yeah. your face? Oh, here All it right. comes. Okay. Are we standing in a good spot? Do you think we'll get the door? <laughs> <laughs> They need some dude playing drums in the background. Yeah, totally. All right. So uh, next is Loot Suit Instrumentals. I wrote bad video game music. Okay. This is Loot Suit Instrumentals song called No Never. (laughs) 
sounds like Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> it does. Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely like Windows 95 video game music. Yeah, this is Toe Jam and Earl when you're like yeah. in Overland. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The next is Beef People. Beef yes. People. Their album is called Music for Men. I wrote Capital Punk. Okay. God, look at that album art. Is that a dude eating a cornucopia? It's it's a beef people. Beef? Oh, I see. Uh, yeah. All right. Here we go. Beef, beef people. Oh, yeah. It's like early Beastie Boys. Yeah, totally. Jeez, are, are you looking at the Bandcamp page? Uh, I was there, not right now though. Okay, are you looking at Jack? Okay, I'm pulling Look it at up Jack right Massey now. if you have a Atlanta, oh, yeah. Georgia. Jack, the guy looks like he plays cruise ships and he's yeah, a drummer. Totally, this dude's playing like uh, 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 Margaritaville music. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? Beef people. He okay. began drums in high school, studying Nashville symphony, studying with the Nashville Symphony percussionist Bill Wiggins. Oh damn, beef people, man. That was great. All right, what's this I love one? Beef people. All right, uh, this one is called I Way, uh, E Y E W A Y, and I wrote. This sounds like okay. Remember in the eighties and the nineties, there'd always be like a random pianist at the mall, and they were just sure. playing. Uh, this sounds like when I would sit down at the piano and play what I thought it sounded like when the pianist at the mall was playing. So, well, listen to okay. first thirty seconds of this. Here we go. <laughs> this is definitely a Casio tone. It sounds like they had an Enya album going on, and then it were just <laughs> like a cat walking across their piano. <laughs> All right. This next one is Pineapple right. and Gin. I wrote Sesame Street Core. Oh. It's got like a it's got like a wholesome vibe to it, but it's also kind of rock. I don't know. Like I think you'll get what I mean when you play it. Okay. Pineapple and gin. No, never, no, never. Oh, totally. Like it's a little schoolhouse rocky. It's a I little... very much schoolhouse rock. It's like yeah. I'm just a bill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. totally. right in between. So I can't that... tell if that's tough tears, tough fears, pineapple and gin. I don't know, but it's no. That's never. my favorite one so far. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, this is reckless disregard. Uh, I wrote Garage Band Core. 
uh, definitely at like last off the bus level. Yeah. And then it kicks in and gets skate punk uh, a little into it. So we'll oh, and I love I love these colors. The, yeah. This bright green and black is very a uh, key gen. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> right. Here we go. Reckless disregard. <laughs> this band at the cobalt (laughs) (laughs) that's great that's another one i like i like that one too so this one this is like a band band this is snfu i don't know what it stands for i feel like this is a band that always showed up on like a fat records comp but i definitely heard of this band before and they had a song called no never so this will be the last in my digression here before we jump into some live performances okay here we go Snafu. I guess that's what it means, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I, I'm assuming it is. It could yeah. be an acronym. Um, so, yeah, there that is. I've got to create a watch together room because I didn't. <laughs> I pasted it in the Riverside chat, which I'm no longer in. Um, so. Okay. I'm going to give you a new watch together link. Hit me fresh. And uh, we can take a look at the very first performance of No Never by a Mr. Jim Atkins. This is posted by Eric Downing, opening for Ruben's Accomplice, August 10th, 2012, at the Crescent Ballroom in Phoenix, Arizona. It doesn't look like it. I thought the baton no, was his smaller. Baton has a smaller body, I feel like. 
Yeah. Now I think he's using the loop pedal. Watch this part in the second verse. And he's not wearing his uniform. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What's he capoing? The fourth fret? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that sounds great. Interestingly enough, this says that this is from August, which means that he played it more than once before the band played it live. Yeah. Because according to Setlist FM, he played it in March of 2012. This is August 2012. So he must have played it a couple times. So that's cool. Um, The next, uh, let's see. I've got a couple from July, but this one sounds pretty good. This is from July 8th, 2013. And what's this one? Uh, oh, nah, let's watch this one. They're all like from 2013. So like, what does it matter? Let's watch this one from August 9th, 2013. Uh, Zach has some uh, fans up front that are excited to see him. Uh, here we go. Sweet. This man is dedicated to rock and roll right here. Drum intro. <laughs> yes, Zach. <laughs> I'm sweat, man. Also, capo in and on four. Look at that. <laughs> I love the bends. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a ska song with the up. He's kind of doing the up picking here. Quack, quack. Quack, quack, quack. Jim's so wet here. Oh, yeah. This is Jim uh, uniform. Yep. Look at all those drips. Jeez. Jim looks like he's having a blast, man. Feel like, yeah, YouTube has applied some warp stabilization and this is making me dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is this is starting to mess with my brain now. <laughs> oh boy. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, you got Seasick. sick when I did. <laughs> oh my god. That was wild. Okay. Wow. So now uh I've got two and a half three three and a half covers. Uh, okay. first, do you want to fire up Oh, yes, yes, you're right. Texas speech, because I've got Megan yes. Golding has blessed us. And I think I think I wrote a note. This has no intro, so this goes right away. Okay, good. Then let me go ahead and pop this in here. And check out the characters that <laughs> Megan has used on this video. There's a definitely like a font issue or something happening here. <laughs> the font doesn't understand apostrophes, I don't think. <laughs> All right. I'll have a look. Hit me. I stumble when there's something hard to say. I needed time so I took it and got me some space. Oh, it isn't that I understand. You just wondering wherever I am. And the look you give is like I'm lost. But you don't see how you could be equally turning me off. It's poetry. I guess yeah, there's some good. things you should never have never known about. 
we got a good thing, but you're better off not asking me how. Well is it so mean, just to let it pass, let it all go. Because there's some things, you should never have. Never known about, no never known about, no never known. <laughs> wow, that started going some places. That was actually pretty good. The, the music had so many, like, the chord progression was long enough that it kind of made it, like, kind of ebb and flow a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I see what you're talking about with those fonts. The fonts, it looks yeah. like a, a Russian font. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like, well, and it's only where the apostrophes are. Right. It, <laughs> It yeah. has like three characters, like an E, a combination T, B, and, and then the TM. trademark symbol. <laughs> All of that for, <laughs> for every apostrophe. apostrophe yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was good. Okay. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So I found three covers. A guitar cover. It's a play yep. along. Uh, an acoustic cover by the Nougat Band. Yep. And then a Hasna Booty Linawati. <laughs> Uh, all right, you found all three cover. that I found. All right, sweet. Uh, who do we? Let's do Paul Headley. Okay, uh, who's uh, doing a play along here? Most. Uh, so, what did I say? Playing? Oh, playing the tom parts on a telly. I misunderstood it because what I also remembered reading from his thing is that he's a drummer. So this is his first ever cover on a guitar. So I was very proud of Paul. Yeah, Headley because he is. Uh, he's playing the Tom Linton uh, parts of this song standing i'm in also bedroom. uh very jealous of that it, it looks like uh, a basement though oh oh yes his like a finished basement with recessed lighting yeah yeah with the j50 man i was gonna say is that the jim adkins guitar or is that just a uh It's Sounds so great. funny because if we took a video of Tom on stage playing this song and cropped it this way, Tom would probably have the exact same stage present. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, is that the Jim Atkins, the J90, or you said it's a JM50? I don't know what that means. Yeah, the JA50. That's it. JA. Oh, okay. Uh, J90? Is that is it. Or is it oh, J-A-50? I'm sorry. Okay. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I must be thinking of a, a different thing. Uh, yeah, you're right. J90. Ah, I got it. Um, sweet. Yeah, I think I also, th- I, I too think that that is a J90. But uh, uh, yeah, I guess I don't know for sure. Because remember, somebody also had pointed out on the fan Facebook group, that the Freaky Friday with Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan good uh, poster, which we had at my old employer, um, had a JA90. And I looked yeah. at it and said, yeah, that looks like a JA90. And then somebody else pointed out that, no, that's not the JA90 because of XYZ. And I just don't know enough about guitars, I guess, to care. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess it's not. 
but I don't remember the differences. Uh, the Nougat Band. And so I was like, oh, a band. But I think it's just a dude. Yeah. Um, so let's watch uh, Nougat. No, never. Jimmy E. World Cover. Nougat Band Official. And he's wearing a man overboard shirt. I stumble when there's something hard to say. I needed time, so I took it and got me some space. Oh, it isn't fair, I understand. You just wondering wherever I am. And the look you give is like I'm lost. And you don't see how you could be equally turning me off. I guess there's some things you should never have never known about. We got a good thing, but you're better off not asking me how. Well, is it so mean just to let it pass, let it all go? Because there's some things you should never have never known about. No, never known about. No, never known. Yeah. Um, you know, there's those songs you sing that uh, it's out of your range, but you could s- stress your voice and do like full voice. Yes. And just barely make it. And then there's this voice. This is what I, if, <laughs> it's like if I'm in the car and I don't want to strain my voice. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, how yeah. I sound. You know, it just sounds like Jim if he's saying one, one whole, uh, you know, uh, register. Yeah. Lower. Octave lower. Yeah. 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 Um, it's interesting. Uh, he, he uploaded this August 16th, 2013. So just after the record came out, one of his favorite songs off damage, but, and, uh, I love this and unfortunately nothing ever happened cause this was, so, uh, this person commented three years ago and three years ago would have been six years after this was posted. So six years later, uh, Pacoma stereo, uh, says, nice cover, man. If you want, I can record the second guitar and send you the audio, and you can paste to this video and this going to sound awesome, smiling face. Um, <laughs> I love the effort, but yeah. unfortunately, I don't think it happened. I'll, du- I'll double check Nougat Band Official, um, but unfortunately, I don't see much has happened in Nougat Band official land for seven years. Oh, so man. So he was just a couple years too late. It could have been something. It would have been something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Nougat Band official. Good job. And finally, we have uh, Hasna Booty Linawati, who posted it to YouTube, and it was very, very low, but also had a SoundCloud link, several SoundCloud links, and from what I could tell... They had like their cousin or something just boost the audio levels a couple times because uh-huh. on YouTube it was very, very, very low. But I found a SoundCloud version okay. that had been boosted enough. So I don't think we'll have to boost this very much. Um, but here is that. I'm 
So I'm so interested because Hasna doesn't look like a kid, but for something it like gave off like child vibes to me, right? Did you uh, also see the other SoundCloud so version with the teeth? <laughs> no, wait. Like, look at there. There's a picture of whoever's on the cover art, if it is Hasna, but then they added with like fangs. Oh, God. And, right? I'm not mistaken. I'm intrigued. Now I'm really confused about Hasna. <laughs> so, so you're saying it sounds like a kid? I mean, it had like childish vibes, but now the fangs are throwing me off. Hasna's vibe, I don't get. Right. Hasna's all over the map, which is cool. But yeah. Ah, uh, uh, Hasna is in Surakarta, Indonesia. Got it. She looks um, Indonesian. <laughs> and I mean, she, she likes cats and planets and good music. Great covers on her page. She's got some Death Cab. She's got, I don't even know who Nightwish is. I feel like Hasna is cooler than I am. I th- feel like yeah. Hasna likes cooler music. Like if Jimmy Eat World were the middle of where our our tastes converge, she goes down cool path and I go down normie path. Although she got cranberries in here, Death Cab. Well, yeah, that's an eclectic mix. Yeah, I think I saw I think we have a lot in common. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Switchfoot, When We Come Alive, backing vocals. So yeah, um, but the... the this fang picture is throwing me for a loop. I don't know what to make of that. Wild. Me neither. All right. Well, that is all I have for covers. I do have two rave DJs. I have one, yes. Okay. So my first, I, I think it was the drum intro that got me. Yeah. Um, I mixed it with Crush, Crush, Crush. Okay. Unfortunately, Crush, Crush, Crush is in a minor chord. And this is Oof. in a major chord. So it's not terrible, but though that does not help it. So take a listen to uh what is it called? Uh never rush rush. Never rush never crush. Never rush crush. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's about as much as it works. Okay. Yeah. Both of them talking about something to say at the beginning, which is cool. Is where it falls apart. Yeah. Yeah. It's not terrible. Yeah, it, it just it, didn't mix that well. It works <laughs> drum beat wise, but otherwise it doesn't really work. What do you got? Okay, I have got, <laughs> I took one out of the book from one of the suggestions. Uh, chocolate Never. <laughs> is this mixed up with Chocolate Rain? What is this? Chocolate? Uh, no, as as you said earlier, I don't hear 1975 in here. Oh. <laughs> I, I liked it. Here, let's listen to this. Sweet. I love it. (laughs) I'm not mad at this. (laughs) I almost spit out my drink. (laughs) I love that persistent guitar under there. This is good. 
<laughs> little too chipmunky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it I... doesn't do Maddie's vocals uh, justice, nah. but uh, that's good. So I've got one last one, and All right. also from a suggestion that you got. This is No Monday. Okay. And I All don't right. know what it sounds like. I haven't listened to it. <laughs> This is mixed with the Bangles Manic Monday. <gasps> oh! Whoa! <laughs> oh, this is cool. This is good. Feels like it's working. Yeah. This is a little all over the place, but yeah. gonna fall apart though. <laughs> Here it comes. Up to that point, it sounded pretty good. Yeah, man, that was pretty fun. Uh, Danny yeah. from Sadie Hawkins Pod was uh, made a good point that I had articulated, which is Ray DJ is probably a good starting point for you to be like, oh, I wonder if I should mix these two songs together, and you can kind of beta test it there. Yeah. But then, like, if you have the, especially if you have the stems, but like, if you really wanted to, you could be like, okay, I could do something with this, and then you could go to work on it. But do it properly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, that is the song. No, never. Justin, what are your final thoughts on the song? No, never by the band Jimmy World. I like it. It's kind of middle of the road for me. I don't know if it's really, I'd sing along to it in the car, but I don't know if I would go seeking it out or put it on any of my playlists. Uh, what is this? This is all toward the end of damage. Yeah, I mean, I like it. It's it's nothing spectacular for me, though. What about you? Yeah, I think the same. Like, I would never miss it if they didn't play it at a show. If they did play it at a show, I'd be like, oh my God, I wouldn't ever notice that i never hear them play this song yeah you know what i mean uh I, I don't know i just i guess i guess i just forget about it it's a middle of the road song it's totally fine um i don't know jt o'donnell rated it pretty high and scott heisel really liked this one so yeah. i don't know maybe we're fake fans um, maybe we are yeah well if uh, you don't want to be a fake fan no never uh then at least you could be excellent to each other 
and party on, dudes!